Good morning. Difficult time. We lost a really good friend, close friend, and there was a lot of grieving because there was so much closeness. And so, and we've lost Rosie, we've lost John. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna pray, and I had another sermon picked worked out, but I'm going to just look at another passage this morning uh, because of the circumstances. So let's pray together. Father, we just ask for your special help this morning as we are grieving for the loss of our dear brother John and father and grandfather, husband, and father, we thank you that he is now with you and he is in paradise and all any earthly troubles are all over for him and he's rejoicing with you and he has received the, the reward for his faith, at least the beginning of it and much more to come. And so Father, now I pray for the family and for all of us who are here grieving. I pray, Lord, that your spirit would work mightily in our hearts to comfort us, <clears throat> in our inner beings, to strengthen us, to remind us of the hope that we have, that we will meet John uh, and Rosie in the future. And, and then Lord, that we can continue on being strong here for them and for you. Thank you, Lord, for all you do for us and how much you love us, and what you've done for us on the cross. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> you know, uh, we looked at this a while back in church here, but I'm reminded of Lazarus when they told Jesus that he was, he was in Jerusalem prior to this, but then he went back to Bethany <clears throat> and he got news that Lazarus had died, his real close friend. And so it was, it was extra sad that this man had died. And then also Lazarus lived with his two sisters, so he was the one who you know, took care of them and supported them. But now they, he was gone. <clears throat> and so they came and told him, said, the, the man that you loved is sick. And so, uh, Jesus, when he heard this, he says, this sickness will not end in death. It's for God's glory, so that God's son may be glorified through it. <clears throat> and so they stayed for another three days or four days or whatever it was. He stayed there two more days, so they ended up leaving on the third. And he said, well, let's go back to Judea. And his disciples said, well, Jesus, they just tried to kill you there. What are you going back for? He goes, well, as long as we're walking in the, in the light, we're safe. When we walk in the night, that's when you get in trouble. So he was walking in God's timing, in God's light. 
And so, uh, well, when Martha came to Jesus, she said, Jesus, if you had been there, if you had been here, Lazarus would not have died. And then Mary said the same thing. Jesus, if you had been here, Lazarus would not have died. And so they had Jesus, the answer to life, and life eternal right in front of them, but it's like you couldn't save him. They were just really disappointed in Jesus because they were following him, and he was talking to them about eternal life, and here was this man that they really needed their brother, and he died. And so Jesus <clears throat> said to the apostles, he says, uh, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to wake him up. His disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there, that you may believe, but now let us go to him. And Thomas... <clears throat> who had a habit of kind of not, you know, I need to see it before I believe it type thing. He said, well, let's go with him so we can die with him. And Jesus had already told them, when you walk in the light, you don't have to worry about things like this if you're in God's light. So it says, on his arrival, Jesus found that Lazarus had already been dead for four days. <clears throat> Uh, Bethany was less than two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to comfort them in the loss of their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to him. Mary, she went out to him, but Mary stayed home. Lord, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, "If you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now God will give you whatever you ask." Jesus said to her, "Your brother will rise again." And Martha, Martha answered. I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. So, <clears throat> excuse me. He's saying one thing and she's thinking another. Yeah, I know in the resurrection he will rise because he's, he's connected to you. He believes in you. And then um, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though he, they die. And whoever, believes, whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? And Martha said, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. And after this, she went back to call Mary. So <clears throat> he's telling her that he himself is life eternal. And he's going to go and see Lazarus. And they're saying, well, that, that's fine. But you know, if you would have been here, he would still be alive. And they were really disappointed that Jesus wasn't there at the time of their brother's greatest need. So she goes and tells Mary. And she says, the teacher is here. He's asking for you. And so Mary got up quickly, went to him. Jesus had not yet entered the village, 
but was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who had been with Mary in the house comforting her noticed how quickly she got up and went out, they followed her, supposing she was going to the tomb to mourn there. When Mary reached the place where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. So Martha is, is, was disappointed in Jesus because he wasn't there at the time of their greatest need. And now Mary's disappointed in Jesus because he wasn't there at the time of their greatest need. And they knew that if he had been there, he could have healed him from their sickness, from his sickness. But he wasn't there. He was there just days before, but he wasn't there at the time of need. <clears throat> and I, excuse me, I think we feel that at times. We, we know that God can do all things. We know that Jesus rose from the dead. We know that we have eternal life, but <clears throat> there are just circumstances where we're thinking, Lord, why did you let this happen to me? This is my time of greatest need. Why? How come, you're, how come I'm being treated like this? So Mary comes out. She falls at his feet. Jesus sees her weeping. Deeply moved in spirit, he said, where have you laid him? Come and see, Lord, they replied. <clears throat> then it says, Jesus wept. And you know that Jesus was just about ready to raise Lazarus, right? I mean, we know the story. And we know that Jesus knows that Lazarus is going to receive eternal life. But still he wept at the thought of death. At just the, well, not the thought, but at the scene of death. He weeps. I think he weeps because death is so horrible. Sin has taken such a horrible toll on this earth and on human life. And we deal with it all the time, but we don't even recognize how horrible it is because it's just so much a part of our life. Sin is. You know, it's within us. <clears throat> we have to deal with it. It hounds us. But Jesus, here he is without sin, and he's life, and he's walking as life eternal, even in his flesh. And so he asks them where he is. They say, well, come and see, Lord. He weeps. And then here's what the people say. They said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Mm -hmm. So you have the disciples kind of doubting Jesus at first. You know, wonder, well, why are you going there, Lord, if he's sleeping? And then he says he's dead, and they're, going, and they're like, well, let's go die with Jesus. And then you have Martha coming out and saying, being disappointed in Jesus. And you have Mary being disappointed in Jesus. And you have Jesus weeping because of death, even though he knows he's going to rise him back up to life. And so that's what death is. It's, it's, you know, a thing that was never meant to be when God created the earth and mankind, but we went into sin at the 
you know, when, when Satan tempted our parents, we fell into sin, and so we've had to deal with that all the way through death. But here's Jesus. <clears throat> Once more deeply moved, he came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said, and listen to this. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, this time there is a bad odor, for he has been there four days. And that's showing us that he was well past any kind of revival, any kind of natural revival that sometimes happened when somebody seems to die. <laughs> then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? And that's what we have, don't we? We have that belief that just is so counter to everything we see. But it's there. And here we have this story to tell us, to show us that it's there. So they took away the stone, then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. And when he had said this, Jesus called in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, take off the grave clothes and let him go. And that's who we're following, isn't it? <clears throat> He is life eternal. He will, we will raise because of Jesus. He has conquered death. It's still sad. You know, Jesus wept at his friend's death. It's still sad. It's still something to go through. It's still a hurt. But if we cling to the Lord and we cling to these passages and these is parts of the Bible that tell us all about God raising us from the dead and that his plan is for eternal life and we've been talking about the new heavens and the new earth recently <clears throat> and Jesus said I'm building a home for you and we saw as we were looking in the book of Revelation that it's quite a home you know the the great city of Jerusalem and the homes within and living all throughout the earth an amazing home that we have. But it's sorrowful here, isn't it? We face sin, we face death, and it's sorrowful. And then we have to cling on or cling to the promises we have in Christ. And the promises are there and the promises are real because we know Christ raised from the dead. He raised others from the dead. And we know he has that power to overcome death. And we know in Revelation that Satan will be cast down and he will be uh, put into the lake of fire forever and ever at some point. And then heaven will rejoice. And it'll be a great multitude just screaming praises to God because he's defeated death forever. And that's our hope, of course. And we have it with proof. And so... <clears throat> we are on the right track and we know our brother John was dedicated to Christ 
We've heard his story, how he came to Christ. We know he followed him, served him, helped people, loved people, and we know that he's with Jesus. And so, let us take this time as a, as a congregation to pray, to comfort the family, to comfort, to take comfort in ourselves because we are the family of God and God is the God of resurrection and eternal life. Keep praying. Keep praying for the, the family to have more and more comfort of God and to find their, their hope strengthened in him. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it is full of such hope. And all the way through, Lord, we see your power. <clears throat> we see your grace. We see your love. We see things in the Bible, Lord, that are hard to grasp, hard to understand. But you have it all planned out. And it is all for the best. And everything in there is necessary. And you will take us to that final place, Lord, where we will live forever, where we will be resurrected, where we will have new bodies, where we will see all of our friends. The Bible says we will sit at the table with Abraham and the Old Testament saints. And so we're going to see all those who have died trusting in God, trusting in Christ. And we will live with them forever. And that is the hope that just helps us go forward in times of hardness, times of suffering, times of loss. We thank you, Lord, that you give us that hope in Jesus' name. Amen.